0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 348. Prepare to embark on a journey with today's most inspiring entrepreneurs. Have passion, feel desire, live bold. Wish you could read your favorite book anywhere, anytime, not always possible, but you can listen anywhere, anytime with audiobooks.com. Get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Are you an entrepreneur or working on a startup company? Walker Corporate Law has created a new business model designed for entrepreneurs and startups looking for an alternative to the big law firms. Contact the founder himself, scott at com. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, James Reynolds. James, are you prepared to ignite?
1: Yes, John, let's do this. (laughs) All
0: right. James is a former semi-pro rugby player. He built a startup photography studio to a multi-million dollar production facility in two short years. Now he runs two market-leading web traffic agencies based out of Dubai. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, James, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business.
1: Well, hey, John, thanks for having me uh, on Entrepreneur on Fire. Really looking forward to this today. I live in department overlooking the beach here on Palm Jumeirah Island, which, uh, if your listeners are, are kind of familiar with Dubai, is marketed as the sort of eighth wonder of the world. It's this sort of massive man-made island that sticks out into the sea that you can see from space. It's a huge monstrosity, beautiful place to to live in, and I feel blessed to blessed to be here. I have um, I have a business called Viravo and uh, whilst the business has registered office space, we actually operate mostly from home. And I also have a remote team working in a work from home environment too. So it's a it's a kind of a global online business. We have two traffic agencies within Veravo. One is SEO Sherpa, which is an SEO uh, company, of course, and Click Jam, which is a pay-per-click management agency. So that kind of makes up the business. I guess a little bit about how I got to this point. I, I grew up, as you mentioned in the intro, I was an absolutely fanatical rugby player <laughs> uh, I was a pretty good player when I was a, a kid I captained most teams that I played for and I and I played at a pretty good representative level including um, including skipper actually of the Northampton Saints which are the big big uh, uh you know professional club in the UK which at the time of me playing for them actually won the European Championships which is i guess a little bit like the the sort of the NBA if you like of rugby within Europe or the wow. or the or you know, the rugby version of the Champions League if you're a soccer person but unfortunately, John, I'm I'm not a big guy. I'm five foot. Uh, I'm five foot eight. And if you want to play pro rugby, that honestly is just not big enough. So, after really pushing my stuff for for a good number of years, I realised that I probably wasn't big enough to make it at the highest level. So, turned to college. As uh, as would be a cliched story for entrepreneurs, I tried college, tried the old education thing. After after missing out on pro sport, and of course, um, you know at that point, really having enough of education. I didn't last there very long. And from college, I took up what was to become actually my first and only full-time job. And that was working for a photography company. And that was in the UK. Um, At the time of joining, I was uh, was just like, I was the skivvy, really. I mean, in honest terms, I was just like the (laughs) The helper boy who packed the kit to weddings and and mopped the floors in the studio and did all the framing and all that sort of stuff. So pretty humble beginnings to say the least. But thankfully, that business they extended me some further responsibilities. They let me look after marketing and eventually business. And within a, within a few years, we got that studio to be pretty prominent in the UK. We were probably considered to be the the number one independent studio. Um, we later became family photographer the, for the year and and we did really well there. And then to cut a long story short, I guess, to to wrap up this opening, um, we took that business to the, the height of what we could in the UK and eventually moved it to Dubai. It started from scratch again, from zero. And that husband and wife photography company that I was then really sort of managing went from zero to about $2 million in revenue within the space of a couple of years. And uh, from the three people that moved out to Dubai, we grew up to a team of about 30 or so, and probably about 20 more or so by the time I'd left. And um, I stayed with that business for a few years. And, and from there, I now move on to running my own marketing business. And we do SEO and AdWords. So that's kind of... It was a long intro, John, but that's really how I got to this point. Well, you're
0: painting a great picture, James. And I'm just really enjoying hearing your sports starting. And I can resonate with your stature. I mean, I'm only 5'10 myself. And that's even worse, for a basketball player. So that was my sport back in the day. And 5'10 is just not going to cut it on the NBA level, let alone the collegiate level. So I had to kind of hang up my shoes at 18 years old, but look fondly back on those days. I mean, sports is really ingrained with a lot of entrepreneurs. And I'm sure you're still very active in a lot of club teams and club sports to this day, as I am as well. And you, then you kind of brought us forward and you've done some different things. I mean, way outside of the box for you into photography and then into seo and we're going to dive even more into that and especially the current things you have going on because there's just some really exciting things that you have going on right now james but before that let's go to the success quote because we really want to keep this motivational ball rolling that you started so take it away
1: Okay, so I'm sticking with sport and uh, the success quote I've got is from Wayne Gretzky and the, the quote is you miss 100% of the shots you don't take and I just love that. It was something that was really drilled into me early days actually going back to, to my rugby playing days where our, our coaches were just drilling to us all of the time. Go for the opening, you know, uh, go, for the, go for the try when you possibly can even if you're on your own try line, you're right back in defence. If you see an opening just go with it with full conviction and uh, and back in those rugby days we did we did it a lot we didn't always have success we dropped the ball occasionally and the opposition might pick it up and score themselves but unless you take those chances and go for the goal or go for the try line in rugby you're never actually going to score and I know We're talking really about business here, but I see a lot of kind of comparisons, if you like, between business and sport. And the same really applies in business as well. If you don't go for those opportunities, if you don't shoot, you're never going to score. And if you don't, of course, you know, if you don't go after that score, then you're never going to win in business. So I think the same kind of analogy applies. And I've really tried to try to bring that forward into my business life as well and, and go after those goals as much as I can.
0: Well, it's a great life lesson. It's one of those, as entrepreneurs, we take these big risks. And yes, failure is prevalent. Failure is going to be there. But we need to accept that as a casualty of war, so to speak, because unless you are taking that big risk, you're not going to have that huge reward. So let's talk about one of those big risks. And let's talk about when it did turn into a failure, James, because that's our next major topic here is failure obstacles, challenges. As entrepreneurs, we face so many times on a daily basis and I want you to take us back to a time in your journey, James, when you failed, when you tried to go for the goal line and you got tackled and boom, it was over. Share with us a story of how you fell on your face and how you picked yourself up and the lessons you learned.
1: Well, I think, John, the the biggest obstacle I actually faced was my transition from employment into my first business. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I'd been with that photography company for quite a long time. 10 years um, was my eventual tenure. And I'd built something with that business that I was really, really proud of. We'd we'd gone from that little studio in the market town I described to this beautiful setup on Beach Road in Dubai. And I was running a really large team. The business had like, you know, a whole bunch of accolades, small business year, of, you know, small business of the year finalist. We were um, at one stage international photographer of the year. Um I personally was earning a good salary, six figures and tax free might I add in Dubai. I don't know whether you knew that was the case. um Um, when can I move there? (laughs) That's one of the perks of this beautiful sunny place that we live. And really I just John, I had I really had everything. I had the you know, I had the beautiful car, I had the you know, the Porsche and I had everything that I wanted except for ownership of that business. I mean, I really ran the whole lot outside of the photography, but I soon realized that as many of us do as we go through that transition, that really when you're on the payroll, you are one of the most vulnerable things within the business, especially when you're the most highly paid um, individual. and. I realized that if I wanted to secure my future within that business, I'd have to secure a direct, a directorship or some equity or something like that. And I would banged on the door for 10 years straight to try and get this. And eventually it must've been that tail end of 2009. Um, I finally got the, the two partners in the business to agree two terms for me to become a director. But in my haste to make that happen, John, I accepted rather, uh, let's say, real fragile terms. I agreed to take on a directorship where I had to really achieve unbelievable revenue targets to essentially get paid and take any equity out of the business. And I soon regretted that, um, uh, as you can imagine. And all the time that this was going on, I'd found out about internet marketing i'd got funny enough i got uh, been brought along to an event um in dubai um which people like john carlton mike fulsane russell brunson people like that were speaking speaking out names that you and your listeners may know yeah that particular year the event that i went to there was guys like james shramko i know who's been in a, a you know been a Uh, guest on this show from the UK. And I saw what they were doing. They had fantastic businesses. They were really living a lifestyle that I wanted to. And my eyes were wakened up to the fact that there's more out there than having this beautiful business, which was great, but I was still committed to a huge amount. I was looking after 50 staff. I was working hours that weren't on my terms. And I was ultimately in a business that I wasn't really that passionate about. So I took a long look at that and really decided that perhaps committing to this directorship wasn't the right way forward. I was about to commit to something that potentially wasn't the right move for me. So within literally a week of that event, I went to the Porsche dealership. I handed my Porsche back. um, I took the money that I was uh, using towards my car and I invested it in my online education and proceeded over the next sort of few months or so to work 16, 18 hour days trying to hit the sales targets with that photography company, but also trying to further my education online. And three months or so passed Um, really with that setup, I was working myself to the absolute death. And it got to the point, John, where I realized that my passion for this new thing, internet marketing, far outweighed my kind of willingness to put up with these ridiculous terms that I'd agreed to. And I basically decided that I was going to quit that business. Um, Now, I'm going to paint a scenario for you here because it was pretty nasty terms on which I was left. I hadn't actually been paid for three and a half months at that particular point. I would got going out on two properties, not just one. Um, I had, I had a probably, I don't know, $30,000 worth of credit card debt. You know, the sort of debt that, you know, us those people in jobs tend to accrue when you've got a steady income. And I'd left all of this for a business model that was totally unproven to me. Um, I'd at that point probably made no more than about ten dollars in affiliate revenue, um, and then from there, about two weeks later, to really put the icing on the cake, I found out that I was not going to get paid the bonus that was actually owing to me from that business. So as you can imagine, I was in a pretty pretty dire straits. I had about probably had drawn about 30 days to start generating cash before things got really, really serious. And serious in Dubai is not just serious anywhere else in the world. If you just merely bounce a check in Dubai, you're actually faced with imprisonment um, at least or deportation at most. So it was no sort of laughing matter, really. I really had to sort of, you know, get over that obstacle and start generating money really, really fast. And to do that, I did what any good person should do, and that's I turned to people that who had already succeeded in what I wanted to succeed in, and I um, spoke with James Shramko, who was actually my um, mentor, and he advised me straight away. Says James, "You know marketing. You've got a proven business skills. Go out and sell." online marketing services to local businesses. And thankfully, James's advice was really good. I got early success with that. I picked up some clients through my own network. Um, And then over the course of the next month or so, I was able to pick up the attention, in fact, of the event organizer whose um, internet marketing event I'd been to. And he then brought me on as a partner within a business. And over the course then of the next, I guess, four or five months or so, from a standing start, I was able to generate about $100,000 in in sales revenue, from zero knowledge and from you know from an absolute zero ground level start, and I managed to escape the other end um, with just losing a car, losing a couple of properties, but thankfully um, evading jail, which is a good thing. And <laughs> evading, so it all worked out kind of it kind of well. But it was boy, was that a big struggle? Not just the biggest struggle in business I'm likely to face, but the biggest struggle in life I think I'm ever likely to face. Um, but I came out the other side, John. So it's all worked out okay. Well, James,
0: well, first off, thank you for that story. I mean, I really felt like I was there with you when you were just having these struggles and this debt that you accrued because so often you hear these people that are making six-figure salaries and they're doing great, but then they're living the life that that means and they're buying the cars and they have the expensive mortgages and it's really a house of cards, so to speak. It can all topple down so very quickly. But first and foremost, I really just would love to know, why did you originally move to Dubai?
1: Um, Well, it was with the photography company, and that was... That was an opportunity, really. We saw a market that was open. Uh, There's a high proportion of expatriates in Dubai, 85%, all who are familiar with the style of photography that we were offering. And because we'd really grown the business to as large as we could feasibly within the UK, it was a perfect opportunity for us. So we weighed up Singapore, we weighed up Dubai, and Dubai seemed to be a a good fit. And um, yeah, it worked out really well. As you you heard just then, we we had really strong growth in, in a very short space of time. Very cool. Yeah, that was exactly what I was looking for.
0: I didn't really know what the thought process behind that was that move, but it makes a ton of sense when you spell it out like that. And my second question is you really started working those 16 to 18 hour days and really doing what you were looking to move your new business into as well as your old business. What were some of those online places that you found that really did take you to the next level?
1: I'm going to give a big shout out to James Schramko's uh, setup. I mean, at the time, I think it was called... superfastresults.com was his was his forum at the time but now he has a, a version called Fast Web Forum and I just love James' stuff. He's been really influential in, in guiding my business. Um, he's helped me a lot in those struggling times and also in the in the good times and if there's really one place I recommend people to go to is check out James' stuff. It is paid. It's a paid forum but uh, it's well worth it. You get what you pay out. for. That's what it comes down to in life and I
0: cannot agree more, James, that James Shramko is a guy that gets gets it. He's created a lifestyle. I'm a personal friend of his. I'll be speaking at his next conference out in Australia. He's been on Entrepreneur on Fire. I've been on his podcast as well, which is an amazing podcast. And he's just a guy that really cuts through the BS and delivers and that's why I like James he's a no BS kind of guy and that's what I'm all about as well so I could not agree more James with that and before we do move on to the next topic in just one sentence let's boil this down for fire nation what's one lesson that you learned, James through that entire experience of struggling and challenges that you faced
1: I think, John, um, take the shot. I said it at the start. You're more capable probably than you think you are right now. And humans with their backs against the walls can do remarkable things. So just go for it. Probably not the same level of risk that I did, but really just go for it. If you think you've got an opportunity, seize upon it.
0: Love that. And this is a perfect transition to go to the other end of the spectrum because James, you did such a great job sharing with us the challenges and the obstacles of transitioning from one industry to the other while you were in debt and while you were lacking the knowledge and even the proof of concept that that business was going to work. So that is just great stuff across the board. But let's talk about an aha moment that you had a day when a light bulb just went off in your mind and you said, wow, this resonates with me. I think this is something that I can pour my heart and my soul into. Take us to that moment, James, and share with us the steps that you took afterwards to turn it into success.
1: Yeah, I'm going to wind back again to an experience I had with the photography company because it laid out so much that I did following that with my current business. Um, I mentioned just briefly that the studio was really kind of like this, it was a fine art studio. It was very prestigious. We were international photographer year. We did kind of this very cool, high end artistic photography. Um, the business was fantastic. It was, you know, the first studio doing the style of stuff that it did. Um, we had a bunch of accolades. We had all of those things that made the positioning of that business just perfect. It was the perfect thing to market. Um, you know, high gross margins on products, really large um, average value orders, I mean we were doing like sales John of like two thousand dollars per you know per visit of people coming into the studio i mean it was really a high net worth product, but the trouble that we had was that we were always selling to about 20 to 30 days out. People are coming in for family portraits. It's something that they don't think about other than a few weeks ahead. And it really is a one-off occurrence. And because also Dubai is a very transient place, 85% expatriate, the people that we're selling to now are probably gone again in about two years time. So we would get very, very small amount of repeat business. Now, this all leads to the big aha moment was when someone came to us and asked us to do schools portraits. You know, the nasty school pictures you used to get when you were a kid once a totally. year. Totally. Oh, you know, they're horrible stuff, totally out of line with what a fine art international photography year winning studio would do. And we had been approached several times before about this, but the particular st- school that approached us and got our attention was a big school. So we looked at it first of all from the, the sort of angle. Well, hey, this is a very big school. Um, people are spending a lot of money to send their children there. Perhaps this is an angle in to the market for the people that we want to get actually into the studio for portraits. But as we looked at the business model more and more, we soon realised that that business had something that our portrait studio business did not, and that was recurring continuity revenue. People would buy schools pictures regardless of how good they were. Every single year, because that's what you do, you just buy your kid's picture. And the schools themselves were willing to lock into long term contracts of four or five years with a reliable vendor who could come and do this school's um, uh, photography work. So whilst it was totally out of line with what we thought we wanted to do. We got our heads up. We realized it was a good opportunity and moving ahead now. I mean, I've been, I've left that business three or four years now. That business that I started back in, I don't know, maybe 2007, 2008 is now a uh, multi-seven figure business in itself. It is in multiple countries and it has just this fantastic business model. It's not it's not glamorous, but it's got this beautiful continuity um, you know, revenue stream that is just so fantastic. And now that's something that whatever business model I go into in the future will definitely be a part of the business. I only want to do continuity stuff because when you can sell once but get people coming back time and time again, paying you multiple times over. It just makes life so much easier. That's such a
0: great takeaway, James. It's a model that I'm really moving towards with Entrepreneur on Fire, that recurring revenue is so incredibly important because you are going to have just those perfect customers for you. And once you do find them and once you have them, hang on to them, keep providing them value because they are gold. Don't spend all this extra time and resource trying to reinvent the wheel and trying to go find new people every single month. If you just serve the people that you have right now at an exceptional level, they will be there for you on a recurring model. So I love that. And James, what I want to do is move forward into what you have going on right now because you mentioned a couple of businesses that you have started and that have had some really great success that I know a lot of people in Fire Nation want to hear more about. So take us to one or two things that are just really exciting you right now.
1: Well, John, I think it's actually something that you've been pretty excited about for about a year now and that's podcasting. I just love it. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um you've now been a guest on my show and I just I don't know, I just love podcasting as a medium. I think it's just a great way to reach new people. Fantastic way to deliver you know, value to the marketplace and really connect with listeners almost one-on-one for 30 minutes to an hour at a time each. Um, so, podcasting is really exciting me right now. I guess at this juncture, I should probably mention my podcast. Yeah, list.
0: let's hear it and give us a little details about what you're looking to do specifically with your podcast content-wise.
1: Yeah, well, the podcast is called uh, Traffic Jam. It's at the URL trafficjamcast.com. Um, and we have weekly interview style episodes, a bit like you do here, John, just less frequent. Um, <laughs> a lot of the same sort of guests as well. And uh, We've had Pat Flynn on the show. We've had Chris Brogan. We've had yourself, of course, people like Scott Stratton and Jeremy Shoemaker. And we talk about traffic strategies that businesses can use to build and grow their audience online. Um, it's a weekly show. And so you can check it out at trafficjamcast.com. Um, I really use it, honestly, as a way to connect with my audience and build up traffic to my two service businesses, which are totally in line with what we talk about. As I mentioned, um, we do SEO on one side with SEO Sherpa and Google AdWords Management on the other side with ClickJam. So I'm going to be doing plenty more of podcasting. Um, You've been on the show. Hope to have a few more great guests like you on as well.
0: Well, listen, Fire Nation loves podcasts. We love audio, James. So we're going to be linking up your podcast, the two websites that you just mentioned mentioned as well on the show notes page so fire nation it's going to be there waiting for you don't miss this he has great guests i love his interview format it's really unique and you'll find out why when you tune in and now let's take a second to thank our sponsors are you an entrepreneur or startup looking for legal services from someone who cares about you and your business walker corporate law is a firm for you They provide a broad range of corporate legal services that are available to help you anytime via email or cell phone. What else makes them so great? Every lawyer at Walker Corporate Law has at least 10 to 25 years of experience. So you're not getting set up with some junior lawyer who is still getting on the job training. Still not convinced? One of their clients, Mighty Text, first engaged Walker Corporate Law for the $2,900 all-you-can-eat startup package. They were so happy with the service they received. They asked Walker Corporate Law for help with their seed financing and then went back again for help with their stock option plan. Now that's service. If you want to get to know who will be handling the most important parts of your business, contact the founder, scott at walkercorporatelaw.com. Do you have a great new business book on the reading list, but wondering when you'll find time to actually start reading it? Why not listen instead? Audiobooks.com has allowed me to listen to some amazing books while working out, driving and biking around town. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. You can even listen from your PC or tablet. Another great thing about audiobooks.com is their massive selection. You'll find great business titles like The 4-Hour Work Week, Crush It!, Utility, and many more. And with their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can switch between devices without losing your place. Not sure which book will be right for you? No worries. Audiobooks.com even offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like. Sign up today and get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. And James, this is now a perfect segue to my favorite part of the interview, which is the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Sounds like a perfect plan, John. Let's do
0: it. All right. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: John, it was just having a damn good job. Really, um, I had a had everything <laughs> wanted out of entrepreneurship. I had, you know, a great income. I was managing a great team. I was doing something I enjoyed. But ultimately, I didn't have ownership and ultimate control of the business. So eventually, that caught up with me, as I mentioned earlier. And as soon as I realised there was something better out there, I soon segued into to uh, to my own company.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received, James?
1: I think when everyone starts out on their journey, you know, someone has an opinion and they'll try and offer advice to. I mean, you'll have experienced it, John. When you start out, your friends will tell you you're mad. Your family might tell you to stick with the safe and secure job. You'll get a lot of resistance when you start out with entrepreneurship. And you've just got to be really, really careful. You've got to be careful upon who you take advice from. So the best advice I've actually gotten is to validate your advisor's Go to people only for advice who've done what you want to do and been successful with it and then demand proof that they've achieved good results. I think if you hold that advice in good stead, you'll also always move forward. And then of course, you want to just surround yourself with lots of these types of people who can help you along the way. James, I could not agree more. I resonate with that on
0: so many levels. And I even want to take that one step further and say, and when it finally comes down to it, Trust your gut because I did exactly what you're talking about. I went to my mentor. I went to somebody who I respected. It was actually the podcast answer man himself, Cliff Ravenscraft. I was part of his mastermind, so I had his ear and we had talks about it. And he said, You know what, John? A seven day a week business model does not work. You should not do a podcast with that kind of frequency. And let me tell you, Cliff gave me some amazing advice, all of which I utilize on a lot of levels. But I, chose to trust my gut on that one. And so I did surround myself, like you said, with those people and took in so much that made Entrepreneur on Fire a great podcast. But there are still things when it comes down to it, you need to trust your gut. And I'm sure you've done that a few times too, James.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success working damn hard. Um, There's a Will Smith quote, and I wish I had it at hand right now. I think it's something along the lines of, you know, while my my competitor or something is sleeping, I'm working. I think the successful people that I see around me are those people that just work harder than the rest. Now that's got to be, I guess, added with the adage that you've got to work smart also, but it really does take a bit of effort to get ahead. Like you've you know, put in with your seven episodes per week. But you really have got to work hard. And if you do work hard, eventually the payoff will come and you can just enjoy the benefits of all of that. Absolutely. And I think the exact
0: quote is, while the other person is sleeping, I'm working. And that's just Will Smith saying, hey, if you're going to go to sleep, I just want you to know I'm going to be working. So James, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: John, I struggled with this question because I'm a I'm a guy of real simplicity. So I don't really have many kind of tools in my business. Um also I'm honestly not that much of a consumer of information other than books, which I absolutely devour. So I'm actually just going to give you a link to my own site, veravo.com because On veravo.com, I put out three or four training videos a week teaching the methods of getting website traffic and building an online audience. So if people are interested in this online stuff, I know they'll find plenty of value in that. Perhaps slightly selfish answer, but I think it's a good reason. (laughs) Veravo.
0: Fire Nation, you will be able to find links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash James Reynolds. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, James, and I know this is going to be tough because you just said you love books, but what would it be?
1: Yeah, um, I would hope to come up with one that another guest hadn't mentioned, but this book's so damn good that I'm going to mention it anyway. Adam Franklin pointed it out, I think on episode 92, and it's Mastering the Rockefeller Habits by Vern Harnish. Absolute gold book. Anyone starting out with entrepreneurship or building and growing a fast growth company wants to check this stuff out. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, I got into to Vern stuff back in 2008, I think. I saw him at a a conference and I'm still using the stuff that I learned that day in my current business. It's fantastic. It talks about core values, crafting a company vision, building a team and all this other type of uh, of good stuff. So essential reading, well worth checking out.
0: Love it. And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So James, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: Well, this is a good question, John. I I love this. And I've checked out previous guests' answers as well for for, for their opinion. (laughs) $500, it doesn't go very far. And I'm pretty sure that that free line of food and shelter is not going to last forever. So I'm going to forget about building the next Facebook or something similar just for now. I guess I think I'd start out by going out onto the street and speaking to a lot of people. And I'd really be looking out for... The largest market that I could easily access. Now I don't know where I'm going to be, or or you know whether I'm going to be on a beach or a, or a city, or where I end up. So I'm no idea what that market would be. But I'm just looking for a big market that I can easily access. Then all I'm going to do is speak to that group and ask them what challenges they have that they wish could be solved. There's going to be challenges. Every single person out there has challenges, and there's certainly going to be challenges that are consistent to a group of people. So once I understand what that is, I'm literally going to use my laptop, go out on the Internet and find a service, a good, reliable service that answers to that problem and I'm going to basically adopt the middleman strategy. I'm going to find the customer, I'm going to find the vendor, and then I'm going to sit somewhere in the middle and obviously facilitate that order. Now, the best bit about it, if you're really savvy with this particular business model, is you can get upfront payment from from the customer and you can arrange then sort of 30 day, perhaps 60 day terms with the vendor. So you're 100% cash flow positive from the start. And you'll have a very large surplus of cash because you've got such great extended payment terms. Then once I've accrued all that cash, I'd invest it into something else and possibly build something a bit more substantial. But I absolutely love the middleman strategy. It's a great way to get started in business if you're not awash with cash, John. So that would be my recommendation. Well, James, you are truly a storyteller
0: extraordinaire. I have so enjoyed hearing your entrepreneurial journey thus far, and I'm really excited to see where it goes in the future. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, the advice I'm going to give is to get on the phone with a customer today. Assuming, of course, you've already got customers in your business. One thing that really happens as you grow your business is you get further removed from the people that you serve. So I'd recommend getting out there, getting on the phone with your customers and just ask them a few questions. Ask them, what should we start doing as a business? What should we stop doing as a business? And what is the one thing you wish we had that we don't currently offer? And you will just get such amazing responses. Now, if you can repeat this process once per week, I promise you, you'll have all of the innovations that you'll ever need to grow your business. I mean, it's just such simple stuff, but really, really will help you grow. Wow. So James, just
0: real quick, repeat those three questions that Fire Nation could take action on today and ask their customers.
1: Okay. Number one, what should we start doing? The second one is what should we stop doing? And the third one is what is the one thing you wish we had that we currently, sorry, I'll repeat that. I wish I could read my own questions. What is the one thing which wish we had that we don't currently offer you? So what do you basically wish we could offer that's not currently available right now? And they'll tell you and give you, you know, your idea for your next product, your idea for your next service. They will really give you some great ideas. Gold. And James, how can we find you? The best place, John, is veravo.com. That's V-E-R-A-V-O.com. That's where I publish... Pretty much daily content there on traffic generation and then it's got links off to all the other places that you can find me like you know facebook twitter and all of that good stuff as well james well fire nation is well aware they can find
0: the links of everything of value that we've talked about in today's episode by going to eofire.com there's a big old search bar right there you're also hanging out in the podcast tab in the archives And thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. How do I create a podcast? How do I grow my audience? How do I get great guests? How do I monetize? All these questions and more are answered at podcastersparadise.com. For one price, you will unlock the gate to access all the wonders of Podcasters Paradise the video tutorials, the forum of fellow podcasters, the private webinars with today's top experts, and more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to com today.